0: K-B-U-T. The Butt. New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. Boom. The Doctor's in. The
1: whole crew's back for Season 2.
0: Dr. Doctor- on your ears with that Gucci knowledge. Logan, warning, stand clear. This could affect your test results. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock at the tone Eastern Daylight Time 13 hours 59 minutes 15 seconds. Universal Time 17 hours 59 minutes 20 seconds.
2: K-E-U-T.
0: The butt. U.S. Naval U.S. Observatory, U.S. Master Radio. Clock, this at the Tone, tone Eastern Daylight Time,
3: 30. many kinds, where can we start? We like them dumb, and we like them smart.
0: I like the ones with the pretty eyes. Well, I like all kinds of
4: guys. Stop. What happens? How about the ones we especially like? Which one? You know, the ones with the cards so sure okay. and
0: Stop. Yeah.
1: Well, good morning, Mr. Jesse. Good morning, Dr. Weber. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I know we don't say good morning too often on this show. (laughs) That's true. We're not typically morning people, so... Yeah. This is... I mean, can you even consider 11
4: o'clock a.m. morning? Yeah, it's a Saturday, so I definitely consider it. A wait, morning. wait, wait! It's Sunday, isn't oh, it? Oh, is it Sunday? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I worked up until Saturday, so this
1: is this is my Saturday. That's true. Sometimes <laughs> I forget what day it is. If I manage to get through the show without spilling this coffee, even though it has a lid, I will be surprised because I keep like fiddling with it and like taking it off because it's like not even. It's driving me crazy. All right. <laughs> This is the Doctor Eleven Ever Project. O'clock. It's eleven o'clock, October seventeenth, twenty twenty one. So we got, um, it's a uh, Doctor, whoever, and Jesse, should we um, should we make our, our big announcement that, uh, of our kind of our life change, or should we just save that and keep it in our pocket for some other Ooh, time?
4: should we should we hold on for a little bit to see uh, see so we get some v- viewers? To, Maybe to, we should to just like on there?
1: hold on and see if anybody notices or comments. Um, like um, here, let me. Can you see the screen? I, I can. Let me yeah. throw this up at you. So I got this message yesterday. Did you see this? Oh, I
4: do see that. You may read it aloud if you'd like. <laughs> uh, I'm Lewis, single and looking for the right man. You are the man to stay in touch with. What about you, handsome? And then, hey, hey, please, come on mail. out. If, that, if that's not...
1: A, if that's not a bot, I don't know what it is. That definitely <laughs> sounds like a bot. <laughs>
4: Hey, but at least the bots are being being nice and you know, yeah. uplifting your spirits there. Whatever, it's good. It's it it could be uh, you're ugly you're horrible and die, so it's true. Hey,
1: you know, uh, I guess you should just, you know, be happy about it, you know. we're we're getting some attention on the on the Facebook. On the Facebook our first day of um kind of streaming the uh KBUT. Um, replay radio that um, we're going to be starting for kind of more of like a radio station kind of feel let's see, where's it, we got a, I think we have a break let's, do we have a break we can play?
0: Grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality You're stuck on K-B-U-T. The butt. This is Dr. Who When you gotta go, you gotta go. But we will be right back. Remember to always wipe and wash
1: those hands. So what do you think about that one? That's uh, that's one of our new new breaks we have uh, coming up. That one's pretty cool. I like it. And right now we are... Streaming live, Jesse, right here. Hey, there the we go. The, I think uh, we're
4: one of the few podcasts that is actually a podcast, but does also stream live as like a radio station.
1: Yep, that is the goal—to be more, uh, more radio station-like, be a uh, non-terrestrial radio station for the Los Angeles area. Hold on, area.
4: what is non-terrestrial? You're you're, you're so, losing me uh, you right there. Can we, can we get some explanation? yes yeah,
1: so non-terrestrial radio means Radio that is coming from a internet signal versus like a satellite or a transmitter somewhere that is literally stationary and physical. Um, okay, I thought like, you were well, saying
4: the signal is coming from Uranus. So.
1: No, I mean, <laughs> we are called KBUT, the butt, but um, if, if, you, if you didn't know and you wondered why we actually chose the butt as a name... Um, the uh, the little piece of software that makes the actual magic happen and makes the magic of live right the live yeah makes okay. makes it live is called but broadcast using this tool. I like <laughs> and that and I love it.
4: That's definitely some millennial shit right there. Yeah,
1: I was just like, okay, I have to figure out how I can use um use this and you know it was difficult. This whole thing's difficult. I actually, check the one the one. Going and see, um, yeah, see that if, was, see
4: I'm just thinking about that, that, that name though. Like there's definitely some young kids like, wh- wh- how can we name this so we can ask people to stream using our butt? Using <laughs> <laughs> our butt.
1: Let's see. It says we're live right now. Um, we're not streaming live on Facebook cause that's just a lot of effort, but, um, we're, we are streaming live right now on the station platform. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Here's our delay right here. There
4: it is. So, so how many places can people find us, like either you know, through Spotify, Apple Music, through our website, drwhoever.com? Yes. Like how many places can people find the actual show?
3: Yes.
1: So many places. Um, if you Google the Dr. Whoever Project or just Dr. Whoever Project, Dr. Whoever Podcast, um, you'll find also an artist called Dr. Whoever that has a song. I haven't even... I've seen days, that, yeah. One of these days we should, like, try to get him on the show. I've never even, like, I've never even listened to the song, but he's a rapper, so it's very... You're gonna know if it's us or this rapper guy, I can... I- I'll promise you that. Um, but, uh, he seems like a pretty cool guy. I think his whole theme, too, was... Uh, I think the theme behind his song was similar in theme to my concept when I started. A bit, like, you know... Who are you to tell me you know me and know what I need? And, and who, who are you, this expert, supposal expert in something? And all these supposed experts lately that think they know everything kind of was my birth child of this. And um, maybe we have some, some things in common. Maybe we'll get them on one day. But anyway, so if you um, come across that song, that's what that is. <laughs> but, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, we're all over the place like Apple Podcasts, obviously Spotify, Google, Public Radio. I think my cousin listens on Stitcher. I don't even know what Stitcher, Stitcher is. I haven't heard of that one before.
4: Stitcher. There's all kinds of all kinds of things out there. But um, and a few people have been asking. We are located here in fabulous entertainment capital of the world, Las Vegas, mm-hmm. Nevada. Um, we're in our studios in the hills up here, um, just 15 minutes off the strip. And just to give you guys an update, a lot of people have been asking. Very people are interested about the weather here in Las Vegas because um, it's normally really hot during the summertime. But it is cool now. We we've reached almost oh. like winter points so where winter. we have hoodies on, sweatpants on. Winter um, is coming. <laughs> yeah, winter is upon us. Uh, but we're starting to feel these fall weather now. So it's kind of it's kind of nice shorts and t-shirt weather. Uh, Las Vegas normally does have beautiful weather. It's pretty similar. I'm from Southern California. It's pretty similar to Southern California except in the summertime where it's uh balls hot out here. But I mean, it's one of those things you get used to the desert heat. It's not there's no humidity. Uh, you're not dripping in sweat. It's just a dry heat, and you know it's perfect for Las Vegas pool parties.
1: Oh yeah, and our pool soon we will be having. A pool. Oh yeah, the
4: Doctor Whoever pool
1: party. I can't wait for can Doctor Whoever pool construction <laughs> to begin. You can't even get an estimate nowadays. It's it's like it's just. It's hard to get anybody to do anything, I think. Like can we, can we tell our Chipotle story? It's not that funny, but it's only funny cuz we already told like another story of the same Chipotle. Yeah, it's, go for I it. See, go for I it. think it's always funny when a business like that like McDonald's runs out of ketchup, but in this case, Chipotle ran out of cheese. How do you run out of cheese, Chipotle? Last time we were there, your credit card machine was down, and I ultimately just ended up walking off a free burrito. Which was great. That Which was great. great. That didn't happen this time, but it's just like,
4: how do you run out of cheese? I just don't understand. The and the, the thing was, it wasn't just they ran out of cheese. It was like a frantic thing yeah, going on. Frantic. Because, you know, we can't make quesadillas, and like the the word of, of cheese <laughs> not being on the menu like just streamed through the line of people Everybody. during dinner time at Chipotle, and we're like, so we're we're all way in the back and we know that there's no cheese. It's like there's like what is going on? But the crazy part is there was cheese. There was cheese. Magically some cheese disappeared and we all know they don't go to Kroger or Ralph's to go get their cheese. They had it in the back. Yeah, he Yet said to there was grate some, some type cheese. of like communication issue to where they couldn't get cheese from the front area where people are ordering their food to the back area where the food is stored. Did you see all the people um, running around? There was
1: like five was people running around and like, cheese, cheese, we have no cheese, we have no cheese. And, I'm like, and then this guy's like, cheese, guys, right here, cheese. Yeah, and it was like, <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. And I like, oh. Everybody in line was like happy, like we now can have our extra cheese burrito. Yeah. And then she's like, would you like anything else? And... I had been considering getting a quesadilla just to be like an extra fat, fatty. <laughs> and then I saw like this whole cheese fiasco. I was like, nah, it's all right. I'm yeah, good. Cheesegate 2021. I'm good. At Chipotle. Good. What's the other place we like? Um, what's the place you like that's not Chipotle? Del Taco? Del Taco. Del Taco!
4: Yeah. Del Taco! Yeah, but we'll just start going to Dol Taco for a while. I mean it, Chipotle hits a different way though. They do. I mean, it's, it's like it's, that It's one of those foods where you eat and you're like just thoroughly satisfied. I almost ate the whole um... thing and I never eat the whole thing in one sitting. <laughs> what did I have that was good that I was surprised? Oh, you had some like No the brisket. Brisket. Which it was I good. With, as soon as I walked in was like Okay, this is Mexican food. Why is there a brisket? And I was actually not that thinking I'm mad this. about it. I was just curious. I'm just not.
1: I'm just not an animal change. Like I just usually go with the chicken, but it looked kind of good, and so I just pointed and was like, "What's that?" And he said, "Brisket." So I was like, "All right." And and this thing too was like, it was like, first of all, they didn't close till ten. It was like eight fifteen. So we're not talking about we were there like the last fifteen minutes. But anyway, like, the meat, it was, like, the last little bits, and it was the best looking of the meat anyway, I thought. So, it was good, though. I'm not (laughs) going to lie.
4: Like, I usually get, like, a half-and-half, get, like, a half steak and this half um, uh, Mm carnitas. But He had it, like, it was, like, in some, like, juice, and he was, like, pulling it out of there. I was like, oh, that looks just gross. Yeah,
1: I thought the same thing about the salsa. It was very, like, she was, it was, like, the episode of um, Kim's Convenience where he's, Got that six dollar curry. He's like, No, keep going. You'll find no chicken in this curry. Ha, ha, ha. It was like that. She was like having to strain it three or four times just to get a couple of tomatoes and onions. Yeah, and I'm like, like, don't
4: you guys have more like, yeah, going like, on yeah, like, know, like why are we scrapping for something two hours before you close? You
1: can tell that that place is just not managed very well, but Yeah, I <laughs> agree. All right, let's um I wanna talk about the Raiders. We don't get a uh, we get plenty of opportunity to talk about sports, I guess, on this show, but... I have a Raiders
4: shirt on right now.
1: Well, you do, don't you? See, we I just don't talk about sports because it doesn't like come up in my world as often, but living in Vegas right now, there is some uh, interesting Vegas sports news that I'm sure a lot of people know about, but um, we're going to get into it here in just a second. As soon as I can find this button to press, <laughs> we got to start doing this more often so we can get more of a flow We gotta decide if we're gonna do morning show or afternoon show too, but we got six months. Dr. Whoever Project Live is not going um, on air until summer 2022, so be on the lookout for that. We're gonna take a break. And we're going to be right back to talk about some gay sports news on the Dr. Everett Project.
4: You've got to learn to be able to put the ball in your hands. Your hands are what makes it possible. Your shoulder pads are hard and stiff. We had a, goal and, a goal, and goal, goal and we had a dream. It's a pretty special it's feeling. Is a dream come, come true. true. It is. Um, a <laughs> <fitting week. laughs> that's like, that's kind of gay.
1: It's blocked. That.
3: <laughs> and seasting hit it off of a Detroit player. No. No. Here's a disparity in the call. They're going to
1: give the ball to Detroit. Burnt. All right, so Raiders are in the news, and it's not really good news, right? Jesse, is this guy fired? Oh, yeah, he's 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 fired. All right, he's fired. All right, so John Grodin, right? Is Gruden. his name? Gruden. John, Gruden. John Gruden. All right, well, we're going to come back, and we're going to talk all about John Gruden.
4: That's what it's all about, flipping up one another. The moment you get discouraged, is the moment you will break. But we didn't come all the way here to play
1: a
2: So this is what we do, the fight for more things so we got to
1: start we
2: want to give that play. Play. we just can't wait to play
3: doesn't matter what the odds are really hard work see ball get ball same approach it's pretty simple you know how i do it, tina all
4: right all right all right i'm
1: doing well all right all right all right, all right. So John Gruden of the Gruden. Raiders, Gruden, whatever, I don't have to learn his name because he's not going to be around for that often as soon like. Um so, alright, he's in trouble because he had some insensitive emails that got leaked, I guess, yeah, because so, he sent them from his personal email.
4: So apparently Gruden abruptly resigned on Monday amid a firestorm of criticism over discriminatory emails. ...that he sent over a seven-year period from 2011 and 2017 at the time where he was an analyst for ESPN. Okay, he was and, not a,
1: not even a coach at the time.
4: Yeah, and the emails were uncovered recently during an investigation into workplace misconduct uh, at the Washington football team. Oh, so yeah. So this didn't have anything to do that, with him, right. but during that investigation in Washington football team, um, they uncovered these emails with Gruden making homophobic comments... Uh, anti-semitic comments uh, comments towards women so he he's not a he's an equal opportunity discrimination individual and he, I think so many people are yeah I mean but but the thing is you can't be a racist person a homophobic person when you're the coach of, a, no, I agree. of an organization that that is so diverse you know NFL is predominantly an african-american um sport there's so many players that do do play in the NFL and the Raiders are known for their first openly gay player right. here in Las Vegas to have these comments about you know being homophobic comments from their head coach. It just looks horrible. Yes, queen, yes, queen, yes, queen. That's not, that's not yeah. something that Las Vegas uh will accept and they didn't accept yeah. it, is which is why he resigned immediately once he's emails. He didn't even try to fight the allegations. He resigned immediately, and let's be clear. Well, when it's in threat like that, you can't. What let's you be do? clear. He could have. He could have fought it. He could have denied everything. Um, and he he walked away from, I believe, a hundred million dollar coaching contract with the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, so these comments were real, and oh, yeah. Las Vegas Raiders were not going to accept that type of type of branding especially right now there's so much transformation going on in the NFL they're trying to rebrand themselves with you know the whole issue with Kaepernick and him kneeling down um, that they they regret not supporting Kaepernick because the way you know the way things went Joe Biden got elected America overwhelmingly by six million votes uh, went against Donald Trump and that type of rhetoric. Um, and they've embraced Even when NASA came out As being the first gay player You know The NFL put you know Their colors in rainbow mm-hmm, Which mm-hmm. is Which is pretty groundbreaking For the LGBT community So that's the type of Position the NFL Has chosen to To move in Is a progressive Inclusive uh, Organization Because that's where This country is going um, So this is It's kind of I, I've always been a Raider fan, you know, since they were playing. In you Los were so Angeles. excited
1: about yeah. like, oh, Jesse was yes. so excited about the Raiders being in Vegas. Oh, yeah, and, because you know. I
4: mean, it was something that my family has gone to to the Bay Area in Oakland to go watch a game. To have them here in your backyard, where you can actually see the stadium from the house, is is an amazing thing. To, but and they had they went off to an amazing three and season. They lost oh, yeah. two games, uh, which wasn't cool. But then they lost their head coach who we were all, if you're part of like the Raider Nation is how we describe ourselves, Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. are a fan of John Gruden and his tactic and aggressive uh, coaching
1: So I don't even know, how long has he been a coach for?
4: Uh, He's relatively, he came back to the Raiders from Tampa Bay. He's been back and forth or something. Yeah, so he was a Raiders head coach at one time, left, uh, was coaching for another organization, did some time at ESPN as an analyst. Analyst and analyst or analyst an, is it analyst? Analyst, <laughs> probably not that. Uh, but then he came analyst, back analyst. And as the Raiders became the Los Angeles Raiders. They brought him back to bring that, bring that energy, and it was working. You know, yeah, Raiders I mean, the stadium is beautiful, season, but it's definitely, um, a, it's definitely a black eye on the organization. It's a brown glad, eye, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm definitely glad that he stepped away. And didn't bring the the team and the organization the players into more of yeah. this, this. Might as well hatred. get
1: rid of him now and like you know it, it, it. Maybe it's a good thing they just kind of flushed him now, like letting, you know. Um, I do want to play. What's the gay gay player's name again from the Raiders? massive All right, I want to play oh, his. Um, just this was only three months ago when he um had this message that he posted on his own of just kind of like acceptance for himself. I want to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but I finally feel comfortable enough to get it off my chest. Um, I really have the best life. I got the best family, friends, and job a guy could ask for. Um, I'm a pretty private person, so I hope you guys know that I'm really not doing this for attention. Um, I just think that representation and visibility are so important. Um, I actually hope that like one day Videos like this and the whole coming out process are just not necessary. Yeah, so that was really good and just kind of random that he did that. And um, I kind of want to play that in, you know, just with that being in context to this clip of kind of what John, what's his name again? John Gruden. Gruden and kind of kind of his statement During
2: a toxic workplace investigation into the Washington football team, the Skins, some of those emails were sent over a decade ago from his personal email account while Gruden worked for ESPN. According to the original report by The Journal, one of his emails dated July 21st, 2011, said this. The Brose's Smith has lips the size of Michelin tires. Smith is black. Reporting by The New York Times reveals more dicey messages sent by Gruden, quote... In the emails, Gruden called the league's commissioner, Roger Goodell, an F word and a clueless anti football P word. He said that a Goodell pussy. should not have pressured Jeff Fisher, then the coach of the Rams, to draft queers, a reference to Michael Sam, a gay player chosen by the team in 2014.
1: He was a big so, gay player. There's for a, a while. debate
2: now in the country yeah, should John, John Gruden have NFL. been fired?
1: So that is know, the debate. Takes, should John Gruden have been fired? What do you think, ultimately, um, Jesse? Let's let, give Jesse the final word Jesse. on this. he'll should never he say his she real
0: name on air, addressing? but listen. Yeah, he should have
4: absolutely been
0: fired. He's our Ivy League-educated Latinx political expert and way overqualified for this podcast.
1: So let's have your legal expert analysis on this. Give me your context, your reasoning, and... Would you have fired him, or would you have done something a little bit different? I would have absolutely fired
4: him, 100%. Um, The NFL needs to set precedence for that type of behavior, that we're not going to have a coach or anybody within the organization that's racist, homophobic, um, has made negative comments towards women, derogatory comments towards women, um, as this needs to be a more inclusive organization for it to survive, mm-hmm. and they need to set an example from the get go. When anything like this happens, especially from someone in such a high position as a head coach, the hammer needs to come down, and it needs to come down hard. Because your players, who are ultimately the ones making you money and bringing bringing those fans into the to the crowd, those are those are black. Brown, gay. Yeah, like, what you know is what the mean? percentage? They, they I don't have, even have to look, have look their, at that. Their, like they, they have their daughters and wives coming to the games to support them as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's a family organization mm-hmm. that looks very diverse, like the country does. And you can't have someone that is a racist and homophobe when your players are gay and black or brown. Yeah, you know I mean, that's just you just can't do that. I agree. Because they deserve a safe w- workforce just as much as anybody else does. I totally agree. And
1: um, this is. This is such a interesting segue because we're talking kind of about like, we're talking kind of about like emails and things that were kind of brought up and uncovered um, when he was working for a different organization that he was sending emails and there was an investigation into Washington and then this John guy from the Raiders got wrapped all up into it. It, There's similarities to it, um, to something we've actually been watching on TV recently.
4: As you no doubt heard, You get to work in the West Wing as of this morning. You're going to be working right beside the people who run the world. Please, be professional.
2: There's a woman I'm very close to. In the midst of an affair with the President of the United States. How do I know it's true?
1: So this is obviously impeachment on FX. It's all about my beloved Bill Clinton and the woman that changed the word for the blowjob forever and created the Lewinsky. <laughs> all right, let's take a break, and I really want to talk about this because this show has brought up some very fascinating talking points, and the fact that Bill Clinton is in the hospital now and what it is it's just also funny that it rolls in together uh this is the dr ever project we're gonna take a break but we'll be right back
0: freedom and justice. the world Yeah
1: I guess we um I guess we do have to cover um, Brian Laundry also real quick so I guess Brian Laundry strangled her I guess I was wrong kill me So we still don't know but um, we do know that the autopsy came out and she was throttled. Right, Jesse? Yeah. They so were like throttled? What's that? Um, throttled, I guess, is the technical word for um, strangling someone. Is that kind of what they said? Well, I'm
4: assuming like like throttle means like she was on the floor and he was over her, like both legs over her with you know with his hands on her throat, like straw Allegedly
1: him. We don't know if allegedly, he was there. But allegedly, but the person who
4: committed the crime was allegedly throttled. Allegedly. You know, choking her. All right. Well, um, um, let's let's talk about some other choking. Which we also want to. I just want to also add that there's some you know le- experts in that the field of crime, and those type of murders of strangulation are usually involve uh, crimes of passion. Right. Um, over ninety percent. So that's something to keep in mind as well. Even though you know, they're... and I know I made a
1: very tasteless joke that you said I wasn't allowed to make on the radio when I found out, but. We don't know if it was even him, so the joke only works if it was him. But I said, God, how annoying could she possibly be? <laughs> but you don't even know if he did it. I still think maybe there was something else going on, because there were those lesbians that were killed around the same area. It was just such a strange thing. And now some other body turned up. Did you hear this? Some other body turned up? Yeah. Yeah. I gotta make, I, gotta, I do have to move this screen so I can see your face better. But All right, well, let's get back into uh, Bill Clinton and the impeachment. Yeah, the, the impeachment, impeachment American
3: crime story. We are fortunate to be alive at this moment in history. I did not
2: have sexual right. relations with that woman.
0: Never before has our nation enjoyed at once so much prosperity and social progress. And now we are on course for budget surpluses for the next 25 years.
1: So what do you think about Bill Clinton when he was president, uh, Jesse? What you, Did you think he, he did a good job, bad job?
4: When it, when it comes to the economy, he did an amazing job. Um, he was one of the first presidents in a long time to actually have us in a surplus, uh, not in a deficit yeah, you know, owing trillions of dollars to Japan and China, yeah, and ourselves, you know, the American as we people, and, and other foreign nations that invested uh-huh. into our securities. Um, so, in that front, we were living in a prosperous time. And um, I know a lot of the Clinton administration has been uh, brought in with Kenneth Starr and Monica Lewinsky, mm-hmm. and what what happened on his personal life. Um, but there also, he also was the first president, and you know, Hillary was the first. Uh, First lady to actually acknowledge, you know, the HIV crisis. That is true. And then visited, they do the quilt, visited, like visited the big, the quilt, the big on quilt on the national yeah. monument, yeah. and shed light oh, and yeah. funding to the HIV crisis that every other president prior completely disregarded as not important when the vast LGBT community was being wiped out. See, um, I know you were countries supporting them. I
1: know you were Bill Clinton fan as, as i am i still see him and remember kind of those times when i was a child it didn't seem like there was a lot of craziness going on like my parents seemed to be doing fine we weren't at war It was just kind of like you know it, it was kind of a good childhood because there wasn't a lot of crazy world things going on but um and then you know all that stuff happened in his personal life and that was kind of my i don't know like early middle school years i think so like I was I kinda I, I figured it out, like, you know, I obviously figured out what was going on and stuff, but like watching this show on effects that kinda expels it out and they bring up the blue dress and where I mean, okay, if you don't know, Bill Clinton got his wiener slurped by Monica Lewinsky multiple times in the White House and one time he ejaculated onto a blue dress that synonymously became, you know, I mean, this evidence and just infamous piece of like memorabilia almost like i'm sure it still exists somewhere right like in the show they even they, the lady um, Linda Tripp informs Monica she's like hey you should keep that for you might need it one day or something so it's like but um i got a couple more i got another little clip from
4: the show it's just a couple it was hey, but to talk about the show a little bit oh, more, yeah, yeah. it's an interesting perspective because it gives you Monica Lewinsky's side kind of, of side of the story and also Linda Tripp's side of the story mm-hmm. which she never really saw before and what i was surprised about also was how how long of a duration this actually took place oh yeah from my understanding as a child it was like just you know something that just happened and it was you know some oral sex and and that was it and you know i mean but it was Apparently a long not. almost relationship relationship type yes. of experience that malika winsky and president clinton had at the time
1: like almost like kind of I mean, there's and, almost some father-daughter kind of um,
4: yeah, because he had constantly referenced. he you been a good girl or a bad yeah, girl? Yeah, yeah. Um, like
1: some mentorship-ish things in there, but also some maybe maybe Bill Clinton just wanted some friends with benefits. You know, it's like uh, we looking back at it now, I don't know if it would have been as huge of a deal. Um, there's Congress people and senators and judges and. Um, My own family, my dad had an affair. Um, I think a lot of people's parents have had extramarital things that they have found out about as they've gotten older. Um, It's kind of taken some of that stigma away.
4: My my thing is, is if it's consensual, um, it shouldn't... It shouldn't involve your, your your way of living and how you make how you make money and support your family. That's those are private issues, and I think in a lot of European countries, for their elected officials, their personal life doesn't become a part of why or why not people elect them. Um, but I know in the United States, you know, family values is a major issue with with who you support as a candidate. Um, But I also don't feel, in my personal opinion, that your personal life, your sexual life, needs to be a part of why people elect you. That's your own personal issues between your spouse and your family to deal with on your own time, not on the people's time. And neither Um, should
1: religion be roped into that, but we, we rope that all in there, too. And we use religion almost as a reason to exclude these people from participating in certain elements of society that are of higher power. Um, but that's obviously kinda of come to an end. He didn't even get impeached. It was just like Trump. Well, he, right? he,
4: he did get impeached in the oh, yeah, house. That's right. He didn't, but get, didn't get removed Senate, which yet. which you yes. know actually causes for the removal of same the same thing president. as Trump. Same as Trump who was impeached twice. I think we
1: all learned about the actual Impeachment process with Trump. Because, I mean, I think a lot of people thought Clinton was impeached, which he, he was, but I think it was more people I, I didn't think, understand the definition. I think definition. people were confused
4: what that means. Yes. When you can be impeached, but the actual impeaching, which is the removing of that person from, say, office, doesn't actually happen until the House, which can issue an impeachment, and the Senate, which is the, the deciding factor of the impeachment if the president is removed, both houses... Say yes. Say person is impeached, and then they're just until then that then happens. And usually, what happens is one one house, one, this house or the Senate, is usually but like, controlled by the other party, so they don't usually fall along party line. They usually do fall along party lines. So, an actual impeachment has never happened. Huh. We've had you know that's Nixon like. that's actually resigned because he knew he was going to be impeached, but the for you know, Bill Clinton and Donald Trump, they both had control of one house to where they never actually were impeached. Fully impeached. Fully removed from office. Yeah.
1: I think so many people just thought that, like, you know, the impeachment is just that. Like, that's all it is. Just impeachment and they're out. But that's not how it works. It's not that easy in our government.
4: and 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 it's for a reason. Because say you have a political party that just doesn't like, you know president, it shouldn't be an easy process to remove them. But at the same time, what we saw with with Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. sometimes it maybe it should be a little bit easier because things were getting out of control. We have people storming the Capitol. Um, We have officers that have been killed. Um, We have a discredit to our whole election process that's still continuing to this day where we're no longer a real democracy because a good majority of the people don't believe in the electoral process anymore. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean for our democracy if we, if people in America don't feel that it actually works.
1: What's everybody, everybody's excuse now is like, they just don't want to like admit to anything ever. So they're just like, you know, they just like, whoa, whoa. oh, here it is.
2: You say recall. I do not. Recall. I do not. Recall. <laughs> Now that's a recall and response column. That's what. So that's uh,
1: I remember Jeff Sessions is famous for just not answering questions. That's just uh, there's way too many like ways for people to get out of things and not really suffer any uh, repercussions from what they did. And maybe maybe in the 90s, Clinton should have suffered repercussions for that because that was kind of well, I don't know. We had a different moral structure then. But I think nowadays, looking back. And eh, let the man have a blowjob. He was probably really stressed. <laughs> Alright, um, let's take a break and, uh, you know, we always we talk about, like, how Odie Monster or uh, Jack Russell Terrier is just kind of, like, lazy sometimes and, like, crazy hyper. Is like, is he bipolar? What's going on with this dog? I don't know. I think I found out some information. We'll see if this works. Um, this is a Doctor Who Ever project. We're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back. <laughs>
0: Grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT. The butt. This is Doctor Who. When you gotta go, you gotta go. But we will be right back.
1: Remember to always wipe and wash. we're back this is the doctor ever project so if you have a, a dog that's like just kind of goes crazy every once in a while you may have wondered do they have like ADD? <laughs> uh, i know i've wondered that myself sometimes like uh, but i guess scientists is actually scientists have actually looked and seen that they've identified in thousands of dogs ADHD-like qualities um, that humans also would like, kind of characterize with that. Does that make sense? Like hyperactivity, mean? impulsivity, inattention. <laughs> I have all those things myself. <laughs> this is like me. It's like it's like me. <laughs> but I was like, I thought that was kind of funny. Because sometimes, like, we we'll be talking to the dog and he's just like looking at the wall. I'm like, what are you looking at? I don't know, but either that or he's just getting getting way too old,
4: way too old. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hit and miss. I mean, he, he is an older dog, but he does have moments to where, like, he just does nothing. He just sleeps for hours. I'm talking about, like, 3 or 4 p.m., and then he just gets this burst of energy to where he doesn't really want to play because he we you have know? these little chewy toys and, like, all kinds of stuff. You get down he's, on the hard-ass floor well, and try to play. The, he's just on the hunt for food. food. He saves all of his energy to be on the prowl for food, and that is his sole purpose. You know, but he's also had, like, he said he's starting to have a lot more issues, and, you know... You know, going number one and two. He in can't the lift house his little leg anymore. He, he can't jump onto the sofa, which he was oh, able yeah. to do six months ago. We had to have a stair a stair. Yeah, put we, him. we got some stairs for him. You know what I mean? That's but uh, yeah, I think a lot of it just has to do with him getting old and him trying to figure out ways to conserve his energy to to do the things that he really likes to do, which is hunt for food. Hunt
1: for food because, like, normally if we were recording during the evening, he'd be barking his little head off if he wasn't in here with us right now, but. In the morning, he doesn't give a shit. He's down there just oh, he's perfectly fine on his own. All right, well, um, we'll take another break, and I do want to dive into this story about um, workers and all this news about, like, shortage of workers because, you know, we told the Chipotle story, and a lot of people would be like, oh, well, maybe there are lack of workers. There were seven people maybe in line to get food, and how many employees would you say were back there? Oh, like six or seven. Thank you. Like an equal number. All right, so, all right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. We're going to talk about money and why people don't want to work to get that money, girl. One million, two million, three
0: million,
4: four. No. Bitches all bad, my niggas all real I ride his dick and some big tall hills, Big fat checks, big large bills Front out flip like 10 car wheels Cold ass bitch, I give Ross chills 10 different looks till so my lips go not kill I get some no in the mouth, I feel real all Eat the, the car, That's real. So real. So real. We'll do
0: anything, we're down for groups After taking some dudes from behind Money All I really wanna see is the I don't really need to be the Money All a bad bitch need is the I got
1: dance in the that bass sounds really good in these. I know, though, right? Yeah. With that, with that, that one thing right there. I like it. All right, so... They claim that there's a worker shortage and... Um, like, I did a little experiment recently. Like, I, I haven't been working full-time since the pandemic. I've been kind of helping you and... You know, doing things, but and doing this and getting along just fine, and not really. I haven't really gotten back into the marketing industry full time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, obviously. Um, but I'm, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm doing I'm doing just fine, and I think there are other people that kind of figured out other things to do um, during the pandemic as well, Mr.
4: Jesse. Yeah, I agree. I agree. People have had a little opportunity to get their 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 heads cleared and stopped doing the hustle and bustle. So I think a lot of you guys can relate to to that pandemic giving you a little pause. So we're like, okay, am I really happy doing what I'm doing every single day, or should I take this time to you know figure things out? Should I you know actually do a job that I I love and. You know, or find some kind of passion, like, like Dr. Weber was able to do. Use that time to, he's always wanted to be on radio or have a podcast. And now I and, did it. And now we have a podcast and he's on radio. Actually, we're working Kenny, on it. We'll work. yeah.
1: the, the radio part is on its way, but the hard part is here. We're broadcasting live from a studio I built in my house. Yeah, I mean,
4: having the opportunity to spend like hours and weeks and months. like So many hours. Like the software and the headphones and the mics. To actually make this sound the, the way it audio does editing is is a lot of work but you know but having the pandemic that took place gives you a minute cuz you're not going out you're not no. you don't have family commitments you don't have commitments to to meet with friends for drinks instead of you're buying actually, drinks
1: I bought microphones yeah i
4: mean you're <laughs> able to reallocate funds in a different direction to be more creative or really focus on your career and that's something a lot of people did i think even with us we were able to save money and decide hey you know maybe we want to buy a house we're tired of renting an apartment and you know having these shitty landlords we've we had a uh, i think it was a twofold of like a shitty landlord, crazy, crazy amount of police presence at one of oh, the, yeah. our, our properties we rented in, in Vegas. The condo. And, the condo the one down we had the in San Diego with the management. There was oh, yeah. mold in the closet that they crazy didn't dogs. take account for. Crazy pit bull that was running into our house and dealing oh, with craziness. God. It was just too much. And we decided, you know what, maybe we can save some money to actually buy a house. And that's something the pandemic was able to give us perspective on. And we actually were able to achieve Why by others? not and by and
1: by buying a house also finding a way to like save money, reducing expenses also. And I think that's what people kind of have... I think there's some people that have just restructured their life and looked at daycare prices and how much I'm making to go to this job and then added in food and clothes and dry cleaning and gas. And we're like... Okay, so I'm making $75 after I pay for Timmy and Tara's daycare. I might as well just stay home with Timmy and Tara because so many people had to do that anyway during the pandemic. And I, so, or or maybe people found ways to do multiple jobs during the pandemic. I was, I did at one time two jobs remotely and nobody knew I was doing two jobs, but I did two jobs. Nobody even knew it. Um,
4: yeah, I think just the amount of money you save, like working remote and not having to go into the office, if you're able to do that. Um, like, say you go to work five days a week, you know, the whole month, you buy food, you buy coffee because you can't just go downstairs, go into your kitchen, and make some coffee. Or make Eight dollars going through. The say you spend twenty dollars, twenty dollars a day at you know going to work, oh. uh, including gas. Like my calculator, gas. that's that's no, that's four hundred dollars a month if you're just spending twenty dollars a day, and that includes food, gas, coffee. Which you spend four hundred dollars a month, mm-hmm. and multiply that by the rest of the year, that's forty eight hundred dollars. Mm. Um, of I know you don't see it because it's, you know it's only twenty dollars here, twenty dollars there, but that adds up. And in the long run, that's a lot of money you save. You know, just by being able to work remote. Yeah, I think a lot of people
1: decided, like, unless I'm making the big bucks, you know, and they're going to require me to come back. To an office where I'm going to have to put my kid back in that crappy daycare. Maybe some people just decided, hey, we can scale down or move in. Maybe we can move in grandma and papa. And um, maybe mom or dad, one, doesn't have to work because grandma or papa is living there. And they're helping out with some of the expenses until maybe the kids get a little older. And then they don't have to go to daycare. Then maybe mom or dad or whoever it was goes back to work. You see what I'm saying?
4: Yeah, I agree.
1: I think there was just some different structure and um, people have been just kind of pushed into this, this box of you have to do this. Um, what's that song I like? Um, because, like, there's something about there's something in this country about, like, not working that is seen as I think I've told you is seen as, like, such a negative thing. Like, oh, well, if you don't have a job or you're not working, you must be a terrible person. It's like, I mean, no, uh, if, if you're making less money because you have to go to work to pay for daycare, see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it was, that I makes sense? I mean, until sense. you
4: have kids, you don't really realize the amount of expenses it, it, it costs to go to work. You know I mean? Finding adequate, I think that's a lot of things that's been addressed during the pandemic is the women that suffer having to provide daycare, they, they're the ones that lose their jobs. Um, I think they said that women in the workforce has been reduced,
1: you know, the most. Yeah. It's that I song know. I like from the um, inauguration. we we'll we'll keep talking. There's yeah, a part but I want to play when it gets I to I mean,
4: but there is a cost. There's a cost analysis to actually having to go to work that oh, yeah. a lot of people don't take into consideration. I've been working
1: you, from unless home Unless you have children forever. that
4: are able to go to... to if, Unless you have kids that are out of that daycare and they actually go to school. Um I mean, a lot of people realize how difficult it is to provide daycare and, you know, work from home and, you know, what that involves and the cost expenses to that.
1: I think you, you didn't, you didn't think you were going to enjoy working from home as much as you
4: have, right? Yeah, I, I enjoy collaboration in my line of work, working in campaigns. There's a lot of collaboration. There's a lot of events going on. There's a lot of information that needs to be, you know, handed down. Um, and I know
1: you got a promotion so I just want to clap on the air. We won't we're not going to stay, you know, I know we try to keep some anonymity for you and some of the other guests on the show. So um, we'll just congratulations for your promotion. Well, thank you, thank you.
4: But yeah, I've I've learned to enjoy, you know, working from home. There's something nice about, you know, waking up and just staying in bed and answering emails. Um, you, you don't need to be in a suit and tie to to answer an email or do your work effectively. You could be in sweatpants and you know enjoy your own cup of coffee and watch CNN as you as you work and handle you know, phone calls and. Yeah, I mean, there's there's something relaxing about that and being home and being able to you know during your lunch break to go into the garage and you know go for a jog and if you have a treadmill or you know clean the kitchen on your lunch break if you want to put the, to the while dishes and yeah. the
1: dishwasher yeah, in between because I mean, like there's so much downtime. Like I really've never worked at an office. Um, most of my jobs have been for marketing agencies like out of Chicago or LA or New York and I would be in Washington DC or San Diego or Philadelphia. And I'd be I would live there and but they would give me an assignment for a certain period of time to manage a brand or a product or whatever, a team or whatever for an event or it could be Gatorade or it could be Verizon Wireless. Like something like that. It doesn't matter, but I would manage their marketing for it remotely. So I would do remote meetings, remote phone calls I remember before Zoom was around, we would just use um, Skype. Or when FaceTime came around, everybody wanted to use FaceTime. Remember recently, I just had to use Microsoft Teams, and that yeah. was my disaster meeting I had, where my chair was falling apart and I couldn't get the microphone to work. No, I do recall. But it's like most people should use the same thing. I think that's got something we've learned from this. Like, why use Mi- who uses Microsoft Teams anyway? Like ridiculous, spot. I mean, I think
4: everybody uses Google now for. Or Docs and yeah. Excel and all that kind of stuff. I did
1: want to play this clip of the song. Um, I just think it's interesting. And it kind of talks about a little bit what we've been talking about. It. Like, you know, just let people kind of live their lives. Like, everybody doesn't have to be exactly like you. And, you know, just because somebody has a hobby instead of a job or a job instead of a career, doesn't mean they're any, like, less of a person. Um, recently, we were talking about, like, when you meet someone, what's the first thing you do? You'd be like oh well, hey well, what do you do and like instead of like oh what do you enjoy or what's your favorite color I don't know Look around and love somebody we been hating. I just think it's kind of, you know, uh, either, either go to church or you go to jail, either go to work or no, either go to church or you go to hell, either go to work or you'll go to jail. You know, it's like, who knows who's, sometimes I look at you and I'm like, are you working? You're like, oh yeah, I'm writing email. I'm like, I don't know. For all I know, you could be watching Netflix over there. <laughs> like work is just d-
4: just done in
1: such different ways now. And, and, it's,
4: and you know what's funny is because when, you know, we have family here visiting, they think I'm just playing on my phone. Yeah, don't realize how much work it's done on your phone. Like, my, I need my phone because my work. We have a private app that we use for messaging. Uh-huh. We don't use the standard messaging because it's encrypted. Okay. And then I can answer Dance. my emails. I can do my. I can do you know my Excel. You know memos on my phone. Because sometimes I don't want to carry on my clunky laptop, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, and I can, you can do so are... much stuff on your phone that well, I everybody think everybody older... doesn't know, Jesse yeah.
1: has the brand new iPhone 13 Pro. I do. And Max, Max, plus, And it's, it's whatever. pretty nice. It's pretty mm-hmm.
4: nice. Uh, but let me... Let's be clear with this. There's so much involves getting a new phone. you got to get a, the new Magasafe case. Oh, God. I had to get a new... I had to get a new car holder with the Magasafe thing to hold you might as well just phone. buy a new car. I mean, as much once, once you do that, you're... You might as well just bought a new laptop. And that's kind of where we're at now. It, it, buying a cell phone is like literally buying a new laptop every year.
0: Mm-mm-mm.
4: Well, I do want to have some um, I
1: do have some Las Vegas local news I want to throw out there. And then we can close it out for the day because we're about to go to West Hollywood. Yeah.
2: Yes, queen. Yes,
4: queen. Yes, queen. Yeah.
2: LGBTQ plus news making headlines. Stand clear. There will be glitter. You're Like feminine, or are you more like masculine? feminine? I can oh, already tell when you open your know. mouth, the we rainbow fell out. <laughs> <laughs> I like the okay, girl, bye. Bye.
0: Most Americans are repelled by the mere notion of homosexuality. The CBS News survey <laughs> shows. Let's come come
2: on, on, right first, let's go. Rock your body, night like check, one and two, because it taints a positive to my crew running through. Check somebody, show me what you kind of do, like, oh. Yeah.
1: All right, so I know you get all excited when there's, like, a new hotel or something coming to this strip. I kind of gave you a preview of this one yesterday. I, told I mean, you I you think that's it. the
4: best part about living in Vegas is that there's always oh, something new coming. Oh, out yeah. I actually should have pulled up a video
1: for this because I should have been more prepared. Because I, I couldn't remember the name of it yesterday, but um, we got a new property coming in Las Vegas called the Majestic. Um... And it's billed as non-smoking, non-gaming, so remember I said non-casino, It's the word is non-gaming, non-smoking, ultra-luxury resort. Um, let's see, the resort will have 720 suites, five-star hotel with uh, its own restaurants, and Let's see, Sky Suites, that's not important. But this is what I thought was interesting. 70,000 square foot wellness center called Spa Majestic. So this is more for resort, spa, fitness center, and an ex- exclusive medical facility. So I think this is gonna be built for more people that wanna come and get like, it says right here, whole body scans, thermology technology, screenings or probably like to recover from a surgery or something like that maybe if you had some kind of surgery you want to come and just recover um, at a place where it's spotlight but you can get that medical attention. I think there's a clip right here from the news. plans
2: are in the works for a new hotel just off the Las Vegas Strip. It's gonna be located here on Convention Center Drive and Debbie Reynolds Drive. That might be the one and we and saw. And just across the street from the new Convention Center expansion. Oh, a- no. so Thank you, so reporter Sally Jaramillo tells us yeah, about right Majestic, Las Majestic Las Vegas.
3: I'm standing on the future side of Majestic Las Vegas. Clark County Commissioners approved this new development today. Majestic Las Vegas is underway. Plans for the proposed five star hotel include a 45 story hotel with 720 rooms. The building will be more than a million square feet. In addition to the hotel rooms, 40 private convention meeting rooms with kitchens are dispersed among the remaining top 10 floors of the hotel. It will not include a casino, but it will have a wellness spa, medical offices, restaurants, clubs, pools, and more. looking to do that uh, cool. yeah. uh, really a throwback project uh, proposing a 720 all suite non-gaming non-mega resort. Something intimate, uh, classy, elegant. That will appeal to a d- different segment of, of the population. A valet area consisting of 21 parking spaces is located along the east side of the hotel. Dimani says this project is needed in the era of mega resorts. Sally Jaramillo, 8 News Now. And the majestic will rise
2: where the old Clarion Hotel fell back in 2015. Okay, so Clarion the first Clarion property was. opened in Right by the Westgate, known as the Debbie yeah, that area
4: State could use Hotel. some. Can use yes, something. Yes. Um, we we were just, just so letting people went... know it's not opening anytime soon. So it's the project's uh, supposed to be completed by end of 2024. But with how delays happen in Las Vegas, you can expect that in you know spring of 2025. Are they see? Are they bad about that here? I don't even know. I mean, projects get delayed all the time for zoning reasons or construction purposes, or you know, things just things get delayed all the time. I think Resorts World got delayed by a year before it opened up.
1: Resorts World is nice, so it it would be cool to have something else over there in that vicinity. Oh no, my little iPad crashed over here. How dare it! It's time okay. to get a new iPad Mini. Oh, I was at the store looking at this new iPad. What are they called iPad Minis? What are they called? Yeah, the Minis. Oh god, with the little pencil that sits on the side. I want it. If we get that, we might start doing a video version of the show, and I'll make that be like that'll be my um, that'll be my camera. What do you think about that? Sounds like an idea. Well, we gotta
4: add. Uh, we'll see if we. add... I mean, adding video, video to the shows. There's so many so many components. No, that's
1: that's gonna be later on. But that's, it'll I, just like everything, like. This broadcast stream live is a test right now. Um, Until we, until our billboard advertisements go up, you know, to um, announce our actual launch of the show coming. Hopeful, our our timeline is May, 2022, um, but we'll see if it happens. May, 2022, K-B-U-T, the butt. With Dr. Whoever in the morning. (laughs) Oh God, well. You got anything interesting you want to toss out? If not, we can um, wrap it up if you'd like. Well, oh, didn't
4: she have some big news you were you were gonna share?
1: What the? Uh, which big news? I thought we were holding it for. Oh, so we're gonna share it today. We can. Oh, I thought you were you were you were waiting for the end of the show. Oh, I didn't waiting? know if you wanted to save it for like another day. You know. Okay,
4: you can save it for another day. That's mm-hmm. perfectly fine. Okay, should we save
1: it for another day? Sounds like a plan. Well, we can go and say it. Why not? You know. We got married. Hey. Yes, yeah, so, um, Dr. Ever and Jesse are officially a couple. There's lots of radio couples out there, so it's not a weird thing. Um, some of the best radio duos in the country are
4: married or, um... We're married at some time. <laughs> we will give you more details about that on the next podcast. Yeah, we'll give
1: you some more details, share the experience and, um, post some photos. Cause we haven't, we haven't done that yet. Sounds like a plan. Thank you guys all for listening. Thank you, Dr. Weber. Yeah. Thank you, Jesse. Let's um, go ahead and do the wrap up and then we'll head out to West Hollywood. What do you think about that? Let's go. Well, actually, you know what? I have to play this tweet because, uh, just talking about all the positivity and talking about how you and I just got married, and all the negativity from the beginning of the show with what's his name again? True. The um, help me with the the coach. Oh, Gruden. Gruden. Um, Gruden. Gruden. It, it, it sounds like the the guy from the the, um, the minions. <laughs> Isn't that what his name was? Like Grude or I something? I <laughs> Somebody should make a meme and feel like John Gruden beside that guy. But anyway, um, the LA Chargers coach, do you know who he
4: is? Uh, I don't recall his name at the moment. Well,
1: he must be a pretty cool guy because he put out a really good tweet, and I just want to play it because I actually pulled the audio, and then we'll wrap it up for the day, alright? Sounds good. <laughs>
3: singing
2: this song All
3: the little birds on Street Yeah, um, you know, I think, I think this is what I think about it. Um, you know, I think that respect and trust in this world are, are really, really difficult to achieve. And I think about all the people that were affected by those emails. Um, whether you're a person of color, whether you're a person, uh, you know, gender, um, your sexual orientation, the people that were affected by those emails, that's who I'm thinking about. You know, because it's a sacred mantle for someone to call you coach or someone to call you a leader. Um, and trust is really, really hard to achieve in this world. It's really, really challenging to achieve. And especially with people with those groups that I just mentioned. All right? And people are really guarded all right? and they're skeptical uh, of people because of emails like that. And I just think that, you know, kindness and lifting people up and respecting people you don't know. Um, I just think that, you know, that's such a big part of our thing here is listening to people and learning about people because I think...
1: I just want to give this guy a shout out. His name is Brandon Stanley, um, and this is his kind of off-the-cuff remark. Um, it almost makes me get a little emotional hearing him because this is just this man off-the-cuff responding to a comment from someone in the press about John Gruden and his anti-black, anti-LGBT, anti- anti, anti anti-anybody that is not exactly like him, it seems like, um, comments. And this guy, Brandon Stanley, I want to make sure I do it right, Brandon, S-T-A-N-L-E-Y, just kind of goes off in this very calm way, where obviously he's thought about these things already, because he's able to formulate such an eloquent response and I do want to finish it and then we are going to wrap it up. What you'll
3: discover is that we have so much more in common than not and I just think that you know that's such a big part of our thing here is listening to people and learning about people because I think what you'll discover is that we have so much more in common than not and I think that um you know for someone like me you know it's just incumbent upon you to set the example every single day so that people um that were, you know, talked about in those emails, that they don't need to feel that way. They shouldn't feel that way. And it's, you know, hopefully, you know, all of us can learn from this that it's about bringing people together for me uh, so that people can become, you know, the people that they dream about. And I think that, um, you know, for me, uh, you know, leading this football team and being someone, hopefully we can, you know, be a light for those people in those emails that not everybody's like that. that, that, that there's far more people that will love you than the opposite. And hopefully um, this will be a chance for everybody to come together instead of go apart.
1: Well, he is like my new favorite person this week. Um, I don't know if he he wrote that. I I didn't see him reading anything. I thought that was just really good, very well said. And um, what's your response to that as being someone that is from L.A.? So you would think that these people from these larger cities would have a little bit more of a a better grasp
4: on... Uh, I, I don't want give to give him credit just because he's from L.A., because a lot of these coaches... I'm come, not sure where he's actually from. They come guess, from so. well, that's what I'm going to oh, say. Okay. They come okay. from a lot of different small towns. Gotcha. But he gets his his role, and he gets what it means. Um, that there is a lot of distrust with you know white people in higher positions, especially with minority communities, because uh, there's people that trusted John Gruden. And, yeah, I mean, I was one of them. I was a fan. I believed in him. And then when you hear that... They felt a certain way about you and your community. It makes you put up shields, and, and instead of you know bringing things, bringing shields down, mm-hmm. and people in those positions have the opportunity to bring us closer. Um, but when situations like that happen, it only further divides us or makes us reaffirms that you know people are against us or people don't always have our best interests at hand. And what does that mean for people that were in His presence? Um, before, do they feel like they got they got treated unfairly just because of their skin color, because of their gender? It, it's not fair because so many other people are affected by that one person's beliefs being in a position of power. I agree. Um, so he absolutely gets what it means and, and what you're able to achieve by being a head coach or being a person of stature, how you're able to actually bring people together and be a leader that this country needs because he is in a be- ability. Be- do have the ability to affect country change in a positive oh, way? Oh yeah,
1: when you have a platform like I've said before, you know platforms are meant to be used and you can use it um, however you would like if you want to use it in the darkness and the shadows, um, making fun of people and complaining about the, the people that are making you the money and doing the legwork literally for you to have a job and a career and be able to be the person you are um, or do you want to You want to use your platform to elevate others that are less than you, Um, like this guy, Brandon Stanley. It seems like he's 38 years old from Perry, Ohio. He was a coach of the Denver Broncos, at least looks like assistant coach, before uh, coordinator for the Rams, and then I guess now the – is he just the head coach? Head coach. Yeah, he's the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. So 38 years old from Perry, Ohio, went to the University of Dayton, that's showing like a change in the old guard. Somebody coming up only a few years older than, you know, you and I are, with that newer, more advanced mindset on the world and the way you fit within the world and all the other people, how they fit into the world around you. We're all just pieces
4: of this puzzle. But you know what that, that what that comes from is life experience and actually People Listening or, to people, no, and actually having friends that yes. are black, that are gay, are transgender, and really seeing what they go through on a day to day basis. Like I've given you my own perspective, being being Mexican American, what I've encountered, my interactions with police, my interactions with you know living in a white neighborhood, and then you've seen I mean, me what, what that means and how what I've experienced yeah. that I didn't have to experience yeah. that you've never experienced right. as a white person in North. You've Carolina. seen me go up
1: to the cops and be like, "What the hell are you doing here? Get out! Wait." Uh uh-uh. You trying to pull me over for pedestrian walking or, whatever, yeah, or the, what? Yeah. <laughs> what that
4: means is he was willing to take some time to actually learn from people's experiences mm-hmm. and get out of his own shell. Even, even for myself, you know, I mean, just being Mexican doesn't mean I'm, I'm culturally woke. I mean, there's other, you know, there's other cult- cultures out there that I don't have an understanding of, but I choose to make sure that I, I invest my time into understanding them and really getting a grasp of where they come from as well, because. You know, just being Mexican, I'm at, I'm in a higher position because my demographic is in a higher propensity here. So I'm represented in a, even though I'm a mi- minority, I am represented in a higher fashion than, yeah. you know, say someone from India or someone from that Southwest Asia. Um, well, like have,
1: Jewish people, um, I told you, I never even knew a Jewish person until I moved to like Washington, D.C. I didn't really even know what Jewish people were. Um, I kind of heard of them, but... Growing up in a small town in North Carolina, you're either Baptist or Methodist or Lutheran, you know. Yeah, and I had the opposite. <laughs> I
4: grew up around uh, Jewish people and have the Jewish culture and I have a lot of respect for Jewish uh people because I know everything they've gone through. And that's that's where it comes from traveling and and like you like you have and you know, being in larger cities where mm-hmm. it's more culturally and religiously diverse and it's not about being understanding of, it's about it's about
1: it, I guess it is about I, I don't think about it as being. woke. Well, I say I, just think about I say it as being woke educated.
4: because I say woke because. Well, it's a you can, can live understand. around. Yeah, it's a, it's a new new term, but it's you can live around a diverse group of of people and still enclose yourself in your own gated community and not explore that community around you. So, awokeness for me is your willingness to understand, engage, interact, and befriend those communities and become an ally to support them. Because just because you have everything handed to you, as say like as a white man, like you said, I have never had to fight for anything. Nope. There's other communities that have had to protest, had to march, uh, had to constantly fight for. Their I'm rights. learning that. I'm learning you know that I, mean? I so, should be more thankful. So as a, but but what you can do is the strongest thing. You can be an ally. You can support them. And that's what I've been trying you know, and to and do that's more what you, often. And That's what you've been doing, and I think that's what that coach was able to do. He was able to become an ally and learn from his community that he's culturally lucky enough to be around because it's a rich beautiful diverse city that he's in in los angeles i think a big key to this is just accepting that you are
1: not the most important thing in the world um i've told you before like white people white people want to keep white people want to keep the other the other Colored people or diverse people, whatever you want to say. I'm trying to say this in a,
4: well, I don't in mean, a clean I, way. I don't, I don't want to use that as a generalization. That no, is no not I'll not say it as a generalization. That's, me. Not, that's not the case for all white people. Oh, no, no, I'm no. Saying. Well, I'm, saying, I'm saying a percentage of... I, I think it's not
1: even an intentional. I th- but I think there's a lot of white people, older generation, that don't want to see minorities come up because they're already really not doing that great themselves, you know. A white trash person living in a trailer park in North Carolina, they still look at themselves and think, oh, I'm better than that black guy over there in the trailer beside me. Um, you See what I'm saying? Like, they need somebody to be below them so they can be on the top. And I think there's a lot of that that's kind of going away in society. Like, you know, you're no more better than the other person over there just because you have a different skin color, you know. Um, like in our neighborhood, we have... There's literally two types of houses, so everybody's pretty much the same. Um, It's an interesting sociology experiment, Um, but there's so many different cultures and races and colors and diverse, um, multiple generational families, and just, it's such a diverse little bite of the country. It looks like America. It looks like America, and it's more of what America is turning to, these happy little neighborhoods. Of children that look like they're from a Tide commercial, and you can't really tell—are they adopted, or is it like a stepchild, or how did two black parents make an Asian child with red hair? How does that happen?
4: <laughs> oh, that music's kind of creepy, though. It's
1: ice cream truck. Oh, so
4: that's a creepy ice cream truck.
1: It is kind of creepy, right? Yeah. It's like—it does sound like it's a horror music ice cream truck. I know, I see you saying we want to wrap it up, so we have some traffic
4: to get into you right now on our way to LA.
1: And I'm getting hot, I gotta like pull this shade down on this window over here, because it's getting like, it's like freezing when I walk in here, and then it's like roasting. I'll strip down for you over here, give you a little It'll be fine, it'll be fine. Oh god, alright, well, we're gonna take a break, but we're gonna wrap it up. This is the Dr. Ever Project. The Broken Hip Hop Wrap Up is coming up. We'll be right back.
4: Just wrap that
3: up, B. I don't think that's a good idea. Then you want some
2: tools You better wrap it up. You better wrap that gavel up, eat.
4: comes out about walking out.
2: Who this? Who that?
4: That's who this? That's you.
1: Wrap it up. So uh. I guess Eve is pregnant. I like Eve. You know, whenever there's like a good story about a good like rap person in the news, she's like from like the 2000s, so I actually know who she is. But she's pregnant. Uh, she's uh, about yeah, to have a baby. The pictures are so pretty. Who's your baby daddy? His name is, like, Maxima or something like that. Is he, is he famous also? I'm going to look it up again because I had to, I had it up, and then I wanted to find out a little bit more about the coach from Chargers, so I got out of it. But, yeah, Eve is pregnant, first baby with her husband, Maximilian Cooper. Let's see. I don't know who he is. Oh, he's a white dude. Yeah, he is a white dude. He looks like... Well, I have no idea how old she even is. Looks like she's 42 so this she is, announced amazing yeah she announced on friday october 15th her first child with this guy so i guess she's already had a baby before maybe because they're saying that but um she's saying i can't believe it we finally get to tell everyone um you know how long we've been waiting for this blessing we get to meet our little human February 2022. Very gender non-specific there. I love it. And um, looks like Maximilian wrote on his own Instagram that he's very excited.
4: Um, so Maximilian is a businessman, race car driver, okay. and skateboarder. Okay. He's best known as a fan of the Gumball 3000, a group of companies that owns an apparel brand. And registered charity organization. That's kind of cool. All right, all right. With a net worth of sixty million dollars. All right, all right. Well, you know she wasn't
1: gonna like. Come on, you know she wasn't gonna like get with anybody that was like (laughs) some rando. Yeah. Uh, You know, like he's probably a cool old dude. He looks kind of old, but he's like, you know, there's some old dudes. He look a little old, but they're cool old dudes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure he's a cool old dude. Well, congratulations to Eve. You know, I think she has good, positive music. I enjoy her, uh, so mm, happy, happy all the way around. All right, Jesse, any last words for the day, Mr. Jesse over there?
4: Bye. All
3: right, well, we <laughs> now, are. Thank you guys for listening Rapid as always,
4: and uh, catch us on all of our platforms to stream our music. I mean, our music. Yeah, we're putting out an album. No, hey, for- we
1: actually are. I haven't even told Jesse this. Um, coming up in a couple months. We're gonna be launching a Dr. Ever Battle of the Bands. So if you are a local musician in the Arizona, Nevada, North Carolina, or California area, and you'd like to send in your music for Battle of the Bands, it needs to be pop rock, alt rock, or rock. You know, something of that genre. Shoot it in, and we are going to start doing that probably in the new year, January, February. What do you think about let's, that?
4: let's shoot out some more information on that in the upcoming episodes. Uh, um, we will. Episodes. We will.
1: Look out for that, all right? Any last words, Jesse? You good?
4: Yeah, I'm good. Thank you guys for listening as always. We are uh, happy to be your place to talk about randomness.
1: Randomness, and also try to learn just a little bit, all right? Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Dad's walking
2: because so bad that he They look at me like I'm crazy, but then they know this right here is me. And then I give them the. Peace. The
4: whole crew's I'm
0: back out. for season 2 Don't Logan, warning, stand clear. This could affect your test results. Okay, bye-bye. Ways